hell's wrong with you? I miss my wrestling. Who's your wrestling? Yes, I, I need my wrestling. All right, man, calm down. It's all good. You know why? Because you were listening to your professional wrestling fix. Follow us on Facebook at Ten Wrestling Pro Wrestling Discussions. On Twitter at the Inzigiri. And catch your new episodes of the 2300 Wrestling Podcast and the Basement Dropkick on Anchor FM, Spotify, and other leading platforms. Oh, yeah. This is Sizzling Stan Styles, and you're listening to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I'm the Shake Weed Supreme. I'm the King of Cream. Hell, I'm the boss of the IGB. And get extra cream with me. Mm, that's right. This is the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweet tea referee, Dave Wh- Keener. Which I have some in front of me at all times. And our special guest is, you can't sit with us, one half of the Mean Girls, Stan Styles. Hello, Stan. Hello, what's going on, guys? You, like that, you like that entrance? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> good, that's good. Yeah, I was like, the first thing came to mind, I was like, oh, Mean Girls, yes. Oh. The Mean Girls. <laughs> like, that, that was a great movie. Movie, you know what I mean? Like I love is that it, you know? Rachel oh, McAdams movie. Yes, yes. Okay. Like, always have to wear pink on Wednesdays. It's oh like, yeah, okay, yeah, no yeah. Come no on, sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never white after Labor Day or something. Then. Yeah. It's Xavier's favorite movie, and he he, uh, he had to have that name for the tag team. So I was like, oh, and they made me pick, uh, pick pictures out of a hat, but they're all they all said Mean Girls. He he, he switched them all on me, so <laughs> he, he got his wish. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so I I want to go back um from the beginning of your career for a minute. Um, who trained you? Oh man, this is going way back. Um, almost eleven years in the business. I uh, I first started trading, man, man. Back in the day, uh, the first person that even told me to even had a bump was, was Joe Gaze and his tag partner. Like like back in 2009, I started training. And then um, from there, I was training at multiple other schools. I trained at ACE um, in Union City, New Jersey, um, in the original building uh, that man, has been closed down for a while. And then from there, I just went to the DWF, um, trained with Pinky Sanchez a little bit. Um, I also trained uh, Force One for a little bit too. But I would say the main, main part of my training was at ACE and uh, in my early years. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I heard you mention Joe Gacy. Congratulations to him. Yeah, he deserved it. He's he long overdue. Deserves for him. it. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see him yeah. up there or down. Oh, there. yeah, yeah. He he deserves it so much. I, I, I it's a long overdue for him. He's, we, he's great. We saw Joe Gacy what stand alone. Yes, back in January. Yep. And right. he was there. Cross was there. Mike Orlando and Allie were there, and just we were sitting there and we were talking. Joe's like, I can feel it. I, I can feel it. And then we were sitting there talking the killer and he's like I got stuff coming up just you wait and F and C and then a month later he shows up on NXT <laughs> yeah yeah that's great so um okay uh, I know this question right here um, <laughs> when you're telling your parents or family members or friends that you want to get in the wrestling business were they for it or were they against it uh I mean they always were pretty supportive like they were like what like really because I used to always tell my mom when I was younger like hey you know right when I first started watching wrestling I was like oh, I'm gonna be a pro wrestler and she was like oh that's that's great. That's great, family. That's great. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do it. I am. It's like, oh, that's great. And like, I guess you didn't realize I was serious about it. So I mean, yeah, they were supportive. Like, my mom, she refuses to come see me wrestle. <laughs> she said she seems to be too nervous. But um, maybe one day she will. They used to come to an Intergender Bonanza one day. Tell them about your mom. Um, so you know my brother Mike. Um, my mom went to one show. My brother Mike took a power bomb from a guy named Harley Lewis. I think it was either Harley or Derek. I don't. I can't remember. And then she's like, nope, never again. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you know, with wrestling, you know, uh, it, I guess you know a mother would get so scared. Obviously, it's very dangerous, but it's the greatest thing in the world, though. So, um, my mom, right now, my mom, my mom's super supportive, and they, they know what I love doing this, and they're very supportive of my shows, and they they love my um my uh, posters and stuff, and like my pictures. So, yeah, my my dad has a bunch of my uh, pictures too of me, like my eight by tens. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. So, um, what was the best advice to um, your trainers or anybody then in the business that gave you great advice? What's the best? Oh, um, don't take yourself too seriously. And also that less is more. Less is so much more. It's three things. Less is so much more. And uh, don't sell wrestling. Sell yourself. Those are the three big things. I I uh I really stuck in my head. We we asked that we asked that question to Corey Castle, and Corey's like, "Don't be twelve. That, what do you say? He said, "Don't be twelve. <laughs> that was his advice. Don't be twelve. And it's on his fridge every morning when he wakes up, and it's like, "Don't be twelve. Don't be twelve. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. Everybody, you hear the less is more. Like I hear a lot of people say less is more. Uh, Killian said less is more. Gabe from uh, Primal Fear said less is more. Greg Spitz, less is more. And congratulations yeah, I'll, I'll to the Chips. Yeah, I'll even go and say less is less is so much more. Being in this business almost 11 years, I always say to the young students age to well, it's young, young student, young wrestlers in general. I say, dude, it, it's so much more. You'll see, and of course, sometimes you know, young young kids. I was the same way. It's one ear out the other, you know. I, and then they'll come back and like, yo, you, you were right, Stan. I should have listened to Stan. He was so. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to trying to, you know, give you bad advice. You know, I'll say it like you just Achilles instead of other other uh, veterans in this business say it. Just listen. It's it's real. Less is really so much more. Now, do you remember what your debut match? was yes it was actually man it was a tag match and it was uh my friend at the time who was training uh pat mcintosh and we took on uh mez who went by fx i believe and he had a t- i don't even know who his tag partner was at the time but it was a tag team match back in 2010 were you nervous ah uh, dude actually i was not nervous i, I feel like i get more nervous now than i did on my first match <laughs> isn't that crazy that is crazy i still yeah. you know I've been rapping for the better part of 12, 13 years. Every single time I go do a show, I'll have my shorts on that's underneath my ref gear, one sock on and a tank top, go to the bathroom. I'll have the other sock on. Yeah. Right after that, still good. I still get the nerves, and I've been doing yeah. it for that long, and it doesn't matter. I, I get yeah. a little, I get a little nervous talking to you guys. You know what I mean? Because like I feel like I'm not important enough to talk to you guys in a way. Sometimes my nervousness, but I just do it anyway. Who who said it? Mike Bennett well, said it the other day. He said, "Listen to the fans. Listen to what they have to say because the era of kayfabe is dead." Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you lose your nervousness, it's almost like you're losing your passion. And it's just a sign that you, you still have a lot of pa- you still have your passion for the business, and you just you love it so much, and this is you know important to you. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty chill and laid back, so I'm always pretty approachable. I was told I was intimidating, but it's weird because I think I'm the most unimitating per- uh, imitating person out there. I don't know what that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I heard that multiple times too, and I'm like, what? I'm like, no, I'm really not. So, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so um, Dave, one time, he goes, I'll introduce you to my brother. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And um, so I'm waiting for him to introduce me to him because 
I'm, I'm a little bit nervous because yeah, it's Mike Keener, you know what I mean? ECW yeah. referee, you know what I mean? Like, he's a legend, you know what I mean? It's like, and like, and then Dave gets back to me and goes, yeah, he doesn't like you. And I'm like, what did I do? I didn't say that. I said not at this time. No, 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 no. Afterwards, you you told me he didn't like me because I didn't go up and say hello. Because like, like you know how like, let's say you introduced me to your parents or something. You have to introduce me. So it's it's my little mind world works, you know what I mean? Like, if you meet my parents, I, I'll i introduce you to them. It's the rules. Yeah. Right? So I was waiting for that. So he's like, yeah, Mike doesn't like you. I'm like, what? You didn't introduce me. And, I went to. Sorry. <laughs> and it, it happens, you know what I mean? But I hope it's worked out now that when you do introduce me to him, then I, my friend introduced me to his brother. So that would be cool. <laughs> And I love just making fun of them, doing that every time. So we went up to a uh, little side story for you, and I saw Stan commented on it. So we went up to the last Titan show and ran into Hank Flanagan. Ooh. And he had a little bit of fun at your expense. So my question is to what Hank Flanagan said in the video, do you have a reprieval? Well, I mean, he would have lost that match if his, if his uh, manager, I can't even remember his name, that's probably relevant, <laughs> he is, um, wasn't involved. He would have got the whipped cream stunner and it would have lost. So he, he's big on this DDT business. Yeah, you know, DDT's a great move, but he's not Jake the Snake. So <laughs> oh, far man. from it. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how that's going to draw a lot of money, but to his, to his own. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, he was like, he said, the first thing he said to us is like, I beat Stan Styles," And I'm like, oh, okay. Let's record it. <laughs> He's like, shoot it now. Go. I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought to say about that. <laughs> I think he, I think he wants to, re- I think he wants to fight you again. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I'm sure. There's a, there's a lot of guys who want to rematch against me or just, just wrestling in general. It's just cause uh, it's so much fun. And you know, um, I, I really like to have as much fun as I possibly can. And, 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 and there's a lot of times if situations go bad, I like to try to, uh, try to make everything fun for everybody and not, like I said, don't take anything too seriously. You know, we're all here. We have to support each other, you know, Yes. We're, we're a family at the end of the day. We're, you know, us, the fans, the wrestlers, you know, cameramen, all that, photographers, you know, we're all family. And especially now in these trying times, we have to really stick together. And, and um, I'm, I'm just glad shows are actually coming back now little by little. You see little by little more, more companies are, are um, starting to run some shows here and there. Even little like um, you know, YouTube shows are here and there coming up uh, out of the blue. So it's, it's good for that. Man, I don't know. Wrestling was like a three-month break. It was good, but it was like, man, I want to get, get in the ring right. so bad. And Yeah. I know a few friends of mine flew out to Alaska on Thursday for yeah. Alaska Pro Wrestling. So, that's good. So, how many people can you put in a show now? Like, fans? Um, well, uh, I mean, in Jersey, indoors is 25% capacity of the building. Um, and it says uh, no less than 150. So, I guess it's 150. I don't know. Or, or just whatever the building capacity of 25% is. Um, in PA, every state is completely different. I, I think PA is different. I think New York is different. Um, some places are doing inside shows. Some are still doing outside shows. Uh, I don't know. I know other states. It's totally different. So it, it all depends on the state. Yeah, I know we're doing one on October 3rd up in Ocean Gate, New Jersey. And that one's outside. That's the Valpower. Yeah. The Valpower. Yeah, yeah, Titan. Yeah, Titan. Yeah, Titan Stand Alone, outside, LTW, yeah. 23 yeah. Wrestling Podcast. We'll be one of the sponsors. Yeah, we're sponsoring the match. Yeah. It's yep. amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be pretty awesome. cool. Don't know which match we're going to pick yet, but. Don't know, but it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I might, I might see if I can get people to vote. That'd be kind of cool. Okay. I have to ask Stan. Why not? I have to ask Chad. See what yeah. Chad says. But Stan Styles. I know we got Stan's right yeah. now. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I, mean, I like Stan. Stan's a good guy. He's he 
What a great show when we went to um, an H2O. Amazing. Intergender 6? Yeah, the, the IGB, yeah. That yeah, was... Yeah. That was a great show. That the the last the last IGB six was was definitely my my favorite show to date. And, and seven's gonna be coming up in December, December fifth at H two O. And it, like I, I always try to make each show better and better and better. So um I got some I got some new new faces gonna debut and some even a new segment's gonna debut. So it's it's gonna be a lot of fun. Like it always is. Can you give us any hints? For December fifth? Um, well I got somebody I got a I got somebody to really, you know, challenge Ray Lynn for this her title and you know, she wants to hang with the runway now and make a little stable and pretty mm-hmm. much take the uh easy way out, not go down as a fighting champion. So I might I might just have to uh give her a challenge <laughs> and the right the rightful uh, or should be rightful um champion will will emerge that night. I mean when we went to the last one, the opening was Frankie and um I forget her name. But those two uh, put on, Right. Those two put on one hell of a match. Yeah. And then yeah. between Ulala and Ava, I yeah. mean, that was great. I mean, we had a lot of fun. I think yeah, we, that yeah. Yeah, um you should um um book um Frankie some farm animals animals <laughs> so he can bring down Yeah. He, we need, he we need to take the jersey shoot a promo. He 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 had I, I even told him and he he came to the back and he was like well Stan well and I yo Frankie I think that was one of your your top like like ten maybe five matches because I I knew Frankie from the beat man I knew Frankie a long time now yeah, since so he started right. training and he he agreed he said yeah hey, that that definitely was and I said yeah one hundred percent that was one of your best matches yeah I, I'll I, say it right now who cares I'll say it right now Frankie's gonna be at the next Intergender Banana <laughs> there we go yes there you go plug 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 Spoiler Frankie alert. Picard at the next Intergender Banana <laughs> Get the next Don't worry, this is gonna be aired right near that time. Yeah. So you're good. <laughs> there you go. Wait, so like I'm in Florida. Wait, how am I on the air? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we doubled up because Dave has to be go away, so we doubled up on a lot of episodes. And then I have the Bates Motel too. Yes, the Bates Motel. So um pet peeves. You got any pet peeves in the business? Uh not being organized. Um just, just, just not having business savvy of the wrestling business and, and asking for advice and not taking it. And um, also, I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> and then uh, booking too many matches on a show where a show like four to five hours and two the human touches span and can't can't handle that, especially on the indies. And it's just, uh, you know, like I said, less is more. You don't need right. yeah. to have a 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 match card. You know, I always try to keep my shows at seven, eight matches. Yeah. Um, three hours top the first show and have a good time book really good talent talent that want to be there and support the brand and build and build the brand because I guess it's a team effort at the end of the day always yeah. always I, I've done shows where we walked in the back and I look at the run sheet and I'm like 15 really? why? Yeah, I mean, uh, you get a lot of times where, uh, you know, friends want to be on and and just you, you want to try to book everybody. And it, right. at the end of the day, it's, it's nothing personal. It's business. You you know, you have to, you know, rotate. You have to bring fresh faces in, keep everything fresh. And, um, you know, that's how it is. And if they don't understand that at the end of the day, you know, uh, you know, hey, not, not some player. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, you know, it, nothing you, when that happens. You know, you can't take it personal. Like I said, yeah. it's, you can't just yeah. You have to build up the show and not have it be like this saturated, saturated with so many matches where it's like Jesus Christ, when are we gonna get out of here? Right. <laughs> so you did bring in Mr. Wola, and he is a big <laughs> Delaware legend. You know what I mean? Everybody knows him. He's like yeah. he's like my neighbor, and it's it's crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? 
No, just uh, stories. Just the stories I have of Ulala. Just there's so many of them. It's funny. Um, so I know I've had them. I know you had them. I know our friend Jorge over there's had them. Um, you ever have a geek out moment working a show or anything like that? Oh, a geek out moment. You said yeah, geek out moment. Um, no, not a. Um, I mean, maybe when I was younger in the business, I would get nervous when I see like somebody I look up to. You know. Uh, but no, um, back to Ulala. He he's definitely just a legend in general. He's he's fantastic. Oh, yeah. He's the reason. He man. He's now the reason. Wrestling him and um, just how awesome he is, how nice he is, and um, all the nod guys. It just makes you. He's been doing it like what, thirty years, 32, you know. And we all thirty-two years. Yeah, 30, 32 plus years. And right. It's like you know. Everyone has that last bump card and when you want to retire. And, and it's, to me, it's like, man, I've been doing this 11 years and I'm, I'm fresh as a daisy. I feel good. Like, I, I look better than I was when I started, I feel. And it's like, man, I want to go for another 11 years or 12, 13, whatever. Like, and ooh la la, he's the reason for me to say that because I'm like, look at this guy. He, he puts on fantastic entertaining matches. Everyone still talks about ooh la la. It's like, I want right. to be like that guy. Like, I want to be like, that's, that's why I started somebody like that because that's a true like professional true legend and um nothing respect for la la but uh did he man, I went on a t- t- What did you guys say? You know, the geek <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, oh, so so like um, I was at a convention. I was I was um, a guest at a convention in um, New England, and um, I was at the Fan Fest. I was um, sponsored there to do, and it was great. And um, Kelly Kelly was there, and I love Kelly Kelly, and I I was geeking out like crazy. And, and um, the the sponsor got me a, a picture with Kelly Kelly, and I was just like, this in awe. I, I was just like, you know, like a teenager. I was like, oh my god, and and she's freaking like drop that gorgeous like like next level hot so i was like oh my god yeah that that would so yeah that would be definitely key kill for me we did the icons the last one what was that january what was that yeah something like that yeah. and we had our table and next to us was animal next to him was hacksaw next to him was billy and just sitting there and talking to Animal Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, and Billy Gunn was really cool. But that wasn't my geek out moment for that day. Mine was sitting there talking to Ron Simmons and Billy Jack Haynes at like nine <laughs> o'clock in the morning before anybody came in. And <laughs> Ron looks up at my son, who is he was fourteen, he's fifteen now, and my son is about six two, <laughs> and he's only fifteen. Ron looks at him, and goes, "Damn well. boy, you look me about twenty two. Have an autograph on me." I'm like, <laughs> Really? That's awesome. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> so that was cool. That was one of my most memorable geek out moments. Oh, you and your That's geek awesome. out moments. God damn. Do you have one? <laughs> I do, but everybody heard it already. All right. Well, I'm not going to repeat it again. I don't know. Let's repeat Me. it again. Let's hear it. Yeah. No, the Ricky Steamboat. It was Ricky Steamboat. Oh, the Ricky Steamboat moment? Ricky yeah, Steamboat. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat was there, and like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat, and like, I'm saying it out loud. I think we put him under enough pressure. Right. Yeah. So our <laughs> producer, engineer, our go-to guy for everything sound, gets to go to his very, very first show on October third. So let's hopefully you get a moment there. Oh, no, I, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he never he he doesn't watch wrestling, so he's never been wrestling. He knows uh, about some of the older guys, that's, but that's about it. So if uh, there's a band there, maybe my geek out for no. Yeah, I yeah. hand them my card and ask if they want to record. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, okay. I, I I noticed like this one thing you start doing on on Facebook. How do you the week? How did that start? Oh man, that's that's that's. I started died years ago. <laughs> um, it started actually. 
had a podcast, my, my buddy's podcast, and he just said, hey, you know, I want you to do a segment on my podcast called the Week. I'm like, all right, sure. And um, I started doing little, like, maybe like a minute or two, like, clips, and he would play on his podcast. A lot of the people would watch and say, oh, my God, like, Stan, that guy Stan, or, you know, stands the best with his with Heidi the Week, Heidi the Week. Um, it just got more and more over, and then like um, I stopped doing it for a while, and then his his uh his brother started taking over it, and then somebody else took over, I believe too, and and people would just be outraged, and be like, no, like where's Stan at? Like that's his show. These other people cannot do that show. It's not you know we need Stan to do it. So um, I came back a little back on the podcast, started doing the show again, and then um started doing it on um I used to have a bunch on YouTube um it would just me I would record them, and now I just pretty much say you know I'm just gonna do it on Facebook Live because people interact with fans, and it's a good way to promote like myself and upcoming shows and, and um, the Bonanzas too the IGBs um, so yeah this is me having fun me putting over before I was very very sleazy and grimy on the, about girls and stuff and it's not in the business uh, in general but now it's just, I just put over a lot of the talent to girls in the business and yeah. Um, this week I, yeah this week was Io Shirai and Shotzi because they put on a really good match in NXT and, and Shotzi's probably one of my favorite uh, female wrestlers so much love and respect for her she, is, she's awesome that is awesome just answered my question. Yeah. 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 Dave, had, Dave had them written down, ready to ask you that question. I was getting ready to ask that question. <laughs> who was oh, this what's, week? What's that? I was getting ready to oh, ask yeah. who was hot of the week of this week. Yeah. Oh, oh. EO and, and, and Shotzi. <laughs> I Way remember watching question. Shotzi around here, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, she's, she's, she's all over. Yeah. Right. WWE. So, what is the hardest bump you ever took? Um, man, I don't know. That's. That's a good question. I'm, um, uh, one comes to mind. I, I took a, the wasteland, which doesn't look like it's voted one of the worst finishers. That that sucked. That I felt pretty out. Like, oh man. Um, what else? There was a time I wrestled um in, in a match at Valor in York, and this every bump. There was no gives this ring. The ring was so bad. It was almost like every bump was like, there was no like shock absorption. So it was just like, like you're just falling on the face. And it just, it felt like you just fall on the ground. And yeah. every bump sucked. And I remember, I was like, oh, I can't even remember who I wrestled that, day, that night. But I know we both had like headaches because of the that. And we're like, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with us? And um, um, sometimes it's, you know, a simple sidewalk slam, man, that could really, there's a lot on the other guy, the other guy like dropping you. And um, if the timing's wrong, that could, that bump can kind of suck too. I banged my head back or didn't tuck my chin at time. Um, for that, that could be a pretty um, nasty bump, which is kind of crazy because it's just a simple move. But um, yeah, that's the ones that really come to mind right now. Everything else, not not too bad. Yeah, um, I did, like recently I just got into like the whole um, getting into the um, watching independent wrestling. So I want to yeah. know where did the shake weight come from? When did you start putting uh, that in? Yeah, in the beginning of my career, like well, back in 2010, 2011, uh, when the whole shake weight craze was happening, Sap did that episode. Uh, I was looking at that girl Target, and she's like, "You should come out with Shake Weight." And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I should." And then it's probably Shake Weight, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about the whipped cream? Like, I I think that's like awesome, and like the fans bring the whipped cream. That, yes, that was yeah. great. First, first ever. Um, I, I I had a lot of first first ever's in this wrestling business with uh, with uh, a lot of things. But yeah, the, the whipped cream actually came before the shake. But I pretty much wanted to use it just to um I don't know. I, I figured hey, it'd be funny if I put it in, in girls' mouths and, and it's like <laughs> it, it could be kind of sexual. And like I was like, you know what? Everyone likes whipped cream, so I can you know everyone gets whipped cream now. And you know, evolution of of, of sizzling stand style just uh, you know came to be. And it's always good to keep evolving, evolving um, character too because it. it 
again, like stuff gets stale. As you see, like in WWE, like a lot of guys will evolve. Undertaker is the prime example of that. His evolutions are just crazy. Um, but yeah, I just started using it just to put in girls' mouths and be be uh, <laughs> funny and silly, and they loved it. And it instantly became a hit, and people were like I want whipped cream, and yeah, and the rest is history. With didn't, that somebody too. Bring, didn't somebody bring chocolate whipped cream? Yeah, I've gotten that. Yeah, I, I had a match with my opponent actually trying to counter my cream with chocolate cream, and that didn't go out too well. <laughs> But I've so, gotten people give me so many different kinds of whipped cream or bring me whipped cream to shows. It's, it's great. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, some of the best moments of matches this year pretty much had you in them. Oh, my gosh. Um, yes. Yeah. No, oh, thanks. <laughs> first match coming back, first show coming back. Um, you versus Frankie. The you H2O. versus Frankie. I don't know how many times yeah. I almost peed my pants during that match. Oh, you Did peed you? your pants? No, it's oh, not that. It's just with the hilarity because it was great. Peeing your pants is cool. Yeah. Between that, yeah, that was that was a fun one. Right between that and the Mick Foley Terry Funk spot with the whipped cream, yeah, (laughs) that was cool. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like to be creative. (laughs) Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you for making us entertain and knowing who you are, and we want (laughs) to thank you. Keep on pushing out, and um, when you brought up um earlier, you are welcome to put anything of yours onto our um, 10 wrestling discussion page. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Like if you have shows, put it on there. If you want to put on a video or your match or whatever on there, or put it on there. Maybe. I will. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even know that was you guys. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Now, awesome. I did, I, yeah. Uh, now I know. No, he's half the battle. G.I. <laughs> Joe. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so when you work out, what's on your playlist? Uh, I don't listen to music while I work out, actually. <laughs> that's not the question anyway. Gosh. No, no, I guess that too anyway. It's an adaptation. <laughs> so my, my playlist answer, like, if you can pick one song to play, put on my playlist, um, which one would it be? On your playlist? On my playlist from you. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I, maybe my theme song. <laughs> What's your theme song? Uh, Satisfaction by Benny Benazzi. Okay. I used to have my custom one, but that's been going off YouTube. They've been taking stuff off YouTube left and right. Really? Those, those sons of bees. <laughs> <laughs> you can curse. Oh, the sons of bitches. Yeah, I used <laughs> to have. I used to have my own. I used to have my own. Um, that's right. And then a custom version of my song. And it's been taken down. I don't know. It went to La La Land. But yeah, YouTube's been taking stuff left and right. I guess the copyright issues is just crazy. Right. Uh, that sucks. I mean, we weird. we had Chris Hamrick on a couple weeks ago, and he's first thing he texted me was, "Can I cuss?" He didn't say curse. Uh-huh. He said, "Can I cuss?" <laughs> uh, like whatever you want. Go ahead. Uh. That's funny. Right. So, um, any crazy moments in your career that you were like, oh my gosh, did that just happen? Fans or? Oh, too many. And, too many? <laughs> Do you have one uh, story that you would love to tell? Holy shit moment. Holy shit. Whoa. Uh, yeah, there was one time my pants got stuck up on the ceiling and, and the ref Spanky had to jump up and grab them because they were stuck up there. Um, <laughs> Man, I got choke slammed on a bed. Me and the referee got choked slammed on a bed by by Sue Young. Ooh. Uh, that was that was nuts. Um, and there were so many other um, man. It's uh, and almost every time I'm I'm at a, in a match, there's always oh my oh my god, did that just happen? Oh, I had two occasions where the fans wanted me to put whipped cream in their beer. It was an old Ooh. guy, and there was a and there was a lady. Yeah, <laughs> I think the old guy was drunk. The girl wasn't. I was like, well, okay, I guess it's, you know, tell me to fill fill yeah a beer Ooh. milkshake. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nasty. I don't, but I got to each his own, right? Uh, yeah. Right. So, um, <laughs> since this virus going around, what was your, um, what did you do in the th- the time of free time since the COVID nineteen uh, going around? 
I really just worked out at home a lot um, and just really just relaxed and just uh, just reflected on a lot of things and watched wrestling, watched a lot of stuff on YouTube and just really um, thought of ideas for myself and, and the Bonanzas going forward, different booking ideas. And um, yeah, it, that's pretty much, you know, I, to me, I, I feel like it flew by the time. Like a lot of people say, oh, it's probably forever. Like it's much lie to me. Like, um, but yeah, I just really worked out probably more at my house than I did at the gym. And um, yeah, just watched a lot of, lot of stuff on YouTube, watch wrestling, really came up, came up uh, every day, especially when it was really, you know, it was trying times, but it was like, we were all locked down, there was curfew, like, man, I was just thinking of stuff, it was, I was just thinking of ideas for the Bonanzas, like, every hour, and I'm, I was writing all this stuff down, there, I have a, a big notebook of all my ideas, and booking ideas, and just, uh, everything I put in that, for wrestling, if I have an idea, I write it right down. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we started just <laughs> bringing the show back when they were still having that curfew, you should make that a yeah. book. Yeah. Your um, ideas and the yeah. virus. Make it a book. You can put it on. Yeah, I, I, I could. I have a lot. I mean, I have, I can write novels and stuff. I wrote down. Yeah. <laughs> so growing up, or even now, who is or was your favorite wrestler? Like mine today still would be Dusty. Bret Hart. God rest. When I, uh, when I was a kid, it was always Shawn Michaels. Like, Ooh. that was my big one. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, they were my favorite. And then, um, getting, getting older, and getting, training and starting to, to get into the business of professional wrestling, it was Rick Rude. Like, that was my, like, oh man, like, I don't know how that happened. I feel like told me, hey, you remind me of Rick Rude. And I'm like, really? And I never really paid attention to him too much. Well, and Ric Flair, I didn't really pay attention to him. Um, so I was a WF guy. I, you know, I didn't, only wa- I didn't really watch WCW. And then I started to, and I'm like, oh shit, hell yeah. Like, these guys are off. And Rick Rude definitely became like my, um, my go-to. I really, really watched a lot of his promos. Yeah. And- just how he carried himself was so good and just um I really wish he would have been WWF champion but a lot of people say uh, he was so good he didn't even need it I'm like yeah he really didn't but it just I felt like if he had a run with that the WWF title like it would have been even yes. even more like over than he was yeah um, I mean, I was, what was he the first ever international champion or something like that in WCW yeah he had WCW yeah, yeah. When I was 11 years old, um, I didn't know what happened to Rick Rude. And Rick Rude was yeah. one of my favorites. I, I, I loved it calling like, people fat, out of shape. Blah, yeah, blah, it was blah. amazing. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it was amazing. You know what I mean? I was 11 years old, and I, I enjoyed Rick. But I didn't know what happened to him. He disappeared. So, like, my, yeah. mom, my mom was dying of cancer, and they, they, oh, told, they told us that um, she was not going to live for three, um, oh, three months. Man. But she lived for seven years. So... Oh yeah, she yeah. she fought and fought. We went to a different fought, hospital. Yeah. She we went to a different hospital, and um, but I I left the I left the room because I was like I couldn't be in there, and I was I'm 11 years old. And I'm hearing my mom's gonna die. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. I started I started walking down the hall, and some guy was watching Rick Rude on WCW, and that's where I'm like Rick Rude. And I'm like watching from mm-hmm. outside, and I'm like, and that's one of the reasons why I love the business so much. And mm-hmm. was it the same night he was on Raw? No, okay. this this was back in ninety something. Ninety two. It had to be yeah. Because that was when he was with Dangerous Alliance. Because my mom died in ninety seven, yeah. so mm-hmm. it was like seven years. Ninety seven, he was back in WWE. Yeah. 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 So um yeah that, so we have I have a um story really. Dave has a really good story about this, but I'm going to start off the story for a minute. So, um, you know Chuck Payne. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, Dave's son, 14, 15 years yeah, old. Turning 15. 14, 15, turning 15. Went chop to chop with Chuck. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, so, tell the story. We're down doing DCW around my, on the day of my son's birthday. And 
We're all hanging out. And Chuck walks up to him and he goes, I'm going to chop you 15 times for your fucking birthday. Mm -hmm. My son goes, do it. (laughs) So we hear (laughs) back and forth. And the whole (laughs) entire locker room stops. And they hear him and you hear the, ooh, ah, ooh. Like, literally, there's a match going on in the locker room with that. So, I call his mom the next day. He goes, hey, sorry, but Anthony has a huge red mark on his chest. He decided to go chop for chop with a guy who is 6'6", 340 pounds. Yeah. She goes, goes, how's the other guy? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So, do you have a chop story? Um, like who gave me the worst chop or any story like any chop, just memorable, memorable chop, just a story about chop, or you can do the whipped whipped cream chop. Yeah, I was going to say the whipped cream chop thing. I have my funny stories a lot. That's, um, I mean, I don't do it. Uh, I think the last one I did was was to Matt Tremont at the Bonanza. Yeah. I, I haven't done it because of the social distancing and stuff. It's kind of hard. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's always a favorite of mine. Fans really like that, that move. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, chops, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, they just suck. Um, yeah, I, I like to give my little, uh, my own food with the whipped cream chop. And that came as an accident, too. That just happens. And that's uh, one of my, one of my uh, moves. But um, hopefully when stuff gets better and not as much limitations, I can start doing that more on a regular basis. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I Uber sometimes and, and everybody, customers always ask me, what is my farthest trip? So what is your farthest trip you took in the wrestling business? I, re- I went down to um, North Carolina. I mean, driving-wise or just driving clean? I did a, it was, I think it was like a seven-and-a-half-hour drive, and it was me and Xavier Cross and uh, Masha Slamovich and um, and uh, Ultraviolet. We did a show in last year in North Carolina. That was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. But, yeah, we had a um, seven-and-a-half-hour drive. We, we had to get them. They came from um, New York. They took the uh, took a subway to our train to us in Philly, and then we went, all went. And that was a good, fun time. And uh, the best part about it was, yeah, it just really, like, mom and pop diner and it was like just a one cook and a little uh lady serving and she had like all the dishes on her arms like she was pro like she knew what she was doing <laughs> it was a small menu you know everything was like fantastic it was like all breakfast food and like burgers but like just majority of it was like you know pancakes eggs it was home cookie oh, it was so good it was in a little diner db you're watching them in color yes back in remember the, the one episode where it was david allen greer behind the girl he's like bugger up and then he's like, what? What did you say? And then she's walking around with it. That's what she's reminding me of. Um, so you had mentioned Xavier Cross. You, him, Mean Girls. Talk about, mm-hmm. like, the dynamic behind, like, how that came about and everything else. It's his favorite movie. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a great yeah, um, We were just uh, doing a show. I mean, we were out. I think I was on a show, and he came along with me at Delaware, and he, he just said, hey, you know, we should be roommates, and uh, we should be tag team. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we should. And, and then that pretty much happened. And uh, I, I wrestled him so many times. Uh, and we started tag team, and he made it. We, we, it was pretty much just a joke. Like, hey, let's tag team, let's, you know. Um, we debuted, I think, at a company in, in um, West Virginia, and we just told them, hey, like me and, me and, me and Xavier Cross want a tie team. And he's like, okay. And it instantly got really over, and Kansas really liked it. And then I brought to the Bonanza, like, oh. And I brought to uh, Sean Henderson's shows, and then was like, we went to H2O and um, challenged uh, Mitch and Jeff Cannonball. We were so close winning those titles, too. I think we need a rematch, but uh, <laughs> maybe one day. And yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. And uh, who knows Who knows what the Mean Girls are going to do next? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
So, like, the whole virus going around and all that. Um, the Speak Out and Me, Me Too movement. Mm. Um, do you have any views of that? Or oh, Well, it was good that these girls really got got to um, express everything and, you know, really open up. And yeah. there was a lot of stuff. And it was shocking. And really proud, proud of all those girls that really spoke out. And, and you know, hey, they, I always say, man, the girls have a voice. I, I feel like before the speaking out, these girls would speak out on and, and they would get pushed aside. And I'd be like, oh, no, that's, that's not cool. Like... What's what's going on now? You know, just because someone's higher up in in the totem pole, like now these girls don't have a say. Like, oh, and and you know, like now you know you, you can't ignore it because um these yeah. some of these stories were such horrific and and uh Ula La gave me a good advice on that. He said, you know, we're all full full professional professional wrestlers, and now we're just finding out that a lot of us aren't professional. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. One of the girls, I'm not going to say who it is. Um. Some. She asked a question on Facebook, and she said, um, ask me any question. And some a-hole. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. Some a-hole said, um, anal. And I'm like, I wrote, that was classy, dude. Um, you need to grow the fuck up. And, um. Yeah. And I I was pissed off with this. And at least some fan got to me and said, thank you for saying that. She's a good person. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're welcome. And then she wrote me a nice message saying, thank you for looking out and all that. And I was like, you got to, man, because people are yeah. And half of that. Yeah. A lot of guys want to be computer tough guys and keyboard warriors, and they they can get away with it, but they can't. Yeah. And, like, half of these guys send dick pics. And, and yeah. Like, you're like, come on, dude, grow up. These, these are women. What yeah. If, what if it's my girls, kid? What if I had a daughter yeah. and you did that to my a daughter? daughter? Yeah. I will come and find yeah. you and beat the crap out of you. Right. And yeah, it's exactly. Or your sister, you know, yes. what the fuck, you know? Like, I'm and not... guys have no respect. And yeah. They're not professional and don't, don't, you know, they think that they can get away with murder and it's like, nah, dude, just, you know, it's not going to fly in any business and in any, you know, if we were working in an office or any establishment and then, you know, how's that going to be different in professional wrestling? It's not, you know? Right. right. <sighs> it, it really, really pissed me off when I see people do that and... I say stuff and people get back to me and like, and they're they get mad at me and they're like, "You're fat and out of shape." And I'm like, "Oh, thank you. I like to eat." Yeah, <laughs> fuck you too. It's like, do what I and do. then they get upset more. I'm like, "Yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. Cool, thanks. Happy for you." Yeah. So, do you have any fears? Um, I'm not really big on heights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diva and wasn't I, either. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, like to really spot. go to the top rope. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I don't really like to go to the top rope. So yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that it, it's scary. I I see it. I'm like, yep, I can't do that. Nope. I I can't dive off a high dive. I can do everything else. No way, not off a high dive. There's a place in um media called Hidden Hollow. They had um three um, Linville. Yeah. The the three. Yes. Yeah. I went up to the top one when I was a kid. I'm like, nope. Started walking back mm-hmm. down. And went off the second one. I was like, nope, not doing that. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> side question for you. How did you come up with a pants spot? Mm, oh, that, yeah, that came um, on an accident, too. <laughs> I was uh, I was packing my gear for a show, and I didn't couldn't decide which pair of tearaway pants I was going to bring. 
and I just brought three and I said, Hey, I told the announcer, you know, when you announce me, you know, when you say sizzling, I'll take one pan off and stand, I'll take another one off and styles off the last one off. And she go to my trunks and he's like, Oh, he laughed. And he said, okay. And when he did it, I, I did that, you know, that spot, and everyone went nuts. Like, fans went nuts. Everybody in the locker room were going insane, and they were like, oh, my God, it was so funny. And then I just kept doing that for a little bit for my entrance, and then eventually it, it turned into a move somehow because um, I believe I did it for a girl. I, I wrestled Kikyo out in, in Seattle, Washington, and I did and she, like, bumped off the last pants, and when I was throwing them at her, I just started throwing her at her, and, she, and then she and I was like, whoa. And I, I just got a lot of attention. People were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take these pants. And and, um, and I was like, yeah, you're going to get these pants. And then back to my whole thing. And, um, yeah, it became one of my uh, signature moves. <laughs> that should be your, your shirt. Like how Sherman has get these hands. Yeah. Your yeah. Like, get these pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that might be coming soon. That, that might be in the works. <laughs> That's um, funny. If you talk to um, Mr. Wala again, ask him about the story about um, I think it was Georgia Animal Steel, and he said, um, "What are we doing tonight?" He goes, "Nothing." Yeah, and, he told me this. Yeah. Oh, you saw? You heard that story? That's yeah, awesome see, story. You won't be, they won't forget nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I love that story. Yeah, it's that great. Was, That's what I, I've said that to, to a couple people before too. <laughs> We're doing tonight, man. Nothing. <laughs> um. So, what do you think of comedy and wrestling? Uh, it's, oh, it's, it's terrible! It's horrible! I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's people that hate it, and I'm like. I like it. Like I like it. It's fun. If I can uh, laugh, I feel that. I feel that with the world, especially now, everything going down. You need a little more comedy and just in life in general, and you need to have people smile and and just remember that for us, things fun. Like we're here to have fun and we're here to entertain you. And uh, again, don't take yourself so seriously. And and um, I feel that nowadays. Not all, but a lot of wrestlers, especially the younger wrestlers coming in, they all wrestle the same. It's the yes. same. And I and I tell them what makes you, as a promoter, what 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 are you going to do to stand out? Because if he's doing a flip and you're doing the same flip and he's doing this crazy move and you can do that move, what, what separates? Where's the emotion? Are you going to sell me tickets? Because these moves are great and all, but... I want emotion. You know, can you make a fan smile? Can you make them mad? Can you make that those people stand up on top of their feet? Can you, like, piss them the hell off? Like, can you draw emotion? And mm -hmm. they're like, what? Right. And they, they just don't understand it. And I'm like, do I have to reprogram these kids? And, um, and I just, I, I feel, especially in our area of, you know, Jersey, PA, there's no one, no one wrestles like me. Like, no, yeah, I'm, no. no one, no one wrestles like me. And I, and, um, the young student gives me, like, I, I want to be like you. I, I want to have a gimmick, um, and a style that no one else has because I see you and you stand out. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, that's where I want to be. And, you know, and I, that's why I tell these young kids, like, yo, try to be different and just come up. It, it took me a while, but once yeah. you find that resolve, the sky is the limit. And, and that's really the key to being successful, like, um, just finding your niche, finding something that's going to attract people. And because I could go in that ring and anybody, it doesn't matter what style. You guys saw me many times. It doesn't matter what yeah. style oh, yeah. the wrestler is. It's going to be good. <laughs> that's that's one, of the one things I love about H2O. It's the combination of you got the comedic match, and then you got yeah. kids that can wrestle and do all that, and then you got the hardcore. So it's all in one, which makes mm -hmm. it a really good product. Matt's got one. Yeah. 
hell of a product there. Yeah, awesome. I always say, yeah, it's like flavors of ice cream. You have to have different flavors and oh, sell yeah. it, sell all that. Yeah, right. everyone likes something different. So I'm I'm talking to D- I'm Dave about um um Austin Luke Marcus Mathers and yeah who's the other one the one Dylan McKay Dylan McKay I was like oh my gosh they remind me of Kendrick in London and I love yeah them. they're very good they're they're very athletic and uh, the sky's the limit they're so young and man sky's the limit for those kids and when I was their age I was nowhere near their level like they're like yeah. super saiyan you know already um they need I always to, tell them they yeah. need to run around as a team they have to yeah I, I they, think yeah. those three should be together they 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 probably are going to be together I always tell them though uh, to um again you know you're young I tell them Make everything mean something. Make everything look bigger and sell more and sell yeah. more. Like I know they love their Japanese style. I'm like, yeah, but those guys have been around years. They perfected it, and uh, you know this really connects. Like I said, the emotion connect with those fans and sky's the, the, the limit oh, for those kids. And, and I mean, any I, one of them. Right. I would love to go October third, but we have that other show because I found out that father versus son for the first time ever. Yeah. On October third, no second Mathers. time. Said second time. It's, it's second, second time. time. It's a second. It? Yeah. They wrestled yeah. before. Yeah. But I mean, just to see those two wrestle would be yeah. Cool. That's gonna be something. Yeah. Right. We all know that Mark is gonna kick Mark's ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, better we were, than him. We were sitting there at the one show, and, and I'm talking to Marcus, and he comes out, and he goes, "Why the hell are you guys chanting my name?" And so your father was wrestling. He goes, "Oh." Yeah. <laughs> it's becoming Frank, a big thing now. Frank right. started it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I told Frankie. Oh, I think it's fantastic. Oh, it's funny. Like, I would love to see Frankie and Christian tag together. That's my thing. Um, yeah. So, table of five. Table of five. So, table of five. So, you're the fifth person. You can fit put four other people at your table. Could be somebody that um, get, um, helped you out in your career. Could be somebody that's dead, you never met. Um, mm. Like, Lance on Hawaii said his parents. Well, I mean, his mm-hmm. parents are famous anyway, but still. Just five people I, that helped me in the wrestling business? Four. You're the fifth person. You're the fifth, You're person. The fifth oh, person at the table, so four. Uh, I would put, um, and, and it could be dead or alive. Dead or alive. Uh, I would put like Rick Root, Rick Root in there. Um, he's so inspirational to me, and this the character, this man, is so inspirational. Yeah, I always say Rick Root's like the reason why I work out so much. I want to look like Rick Root, <laughs> all ripped and sizzling, and um, and he's ravishing. Um, put him, Matt Tremont because you know I I had the Bonanzas and and um West Virginia, but man, him giving me him giving me his home H two O really helped me out so much more. Mm-hmm. And just I've known him for so long. He's just a great dude, and it's a shame he's retiring. Yeah. But he's had a long, long, long road. And uh, I'm just glad I got to wrestle him before he even That was original um, CZW, so. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, he, he's the last of a dying breed. He really is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would put Ula in there because he's very inspirational uh, to me. Like I said, he's now giving me that, um, you know, to just keep going. Yeah, I'm not stopping. Like, I'm like Rick Rudolph, I'm Rick Flair. I'll never tire. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, Rick Flair retired about four times already? Yeah, maybe more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The, 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 um, man, the, 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 I would have to be a girl, but who would – be the, 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 oh man, I don't know the last girl um, to be on the table. Uh, um, 
Ah, uh, Medusa. Yeah. Alundra Blaze. I was going to see yeah. Medusa or Sherry. Yeah, because she's, um, I would love to meet her and just, you know, pick her brain and kind of ask her what it was like to manage uh, Rick Rude and everything. And just, uh, man, I, I just, she, she, I was a fan of her. I, mean, I knew her when I, I learned her blaze first and then Medusa and just, um, her, I loved her and Rude so much when they were WCW and this, yeah, I would have to, just somebody like that would be, I would be probably in, in awe, like, oh, wow, it's, it's Medusa. Holy crap. <laughs> right. So yeah. I'm going to do one more question, and then we're going to do a battle royal kind of concept. Okay. 20 men. Oh. 20 people that Dave wrote down. I don't know who he wrote, because I'm not uh, allowed to the list. You got 20? You got 20? 20? Okay. Cool. My last question is ribs and pranks. I am a big fan oh, of ribs and pranks, okay? Um, there's too many. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like the one I did to a friend of mine, we we took yeah. his beer the and made it juice. apple juice. So next time we see each other, I'll tell you the story straight up. <laughs> it's it's a long fun story. Um, so ribs or pranks it doesn't have to be like nasty, friendly pranks. You know, what I mean stuff. That... Oh, all the time. I, I'm notorious. Uh, that's that's one of my things is is ribs uh and those were to more angel <laughs> oh. we we had chris hammer on he's like i'm the fucking pranker oh <laughs> uh, i let's see oh well, the last one i did was with mark was um i gave him a dollar and his pay for the last um bonanza and i said this is all you're worth p.s your son is better <laughs> <laughs> and then i and then I and the bottom of the note that said, uh, actually, your son has has your has your pay. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> you know, and he, he loved that. He was cracking up. Um, what else? And I I just recently like he was. Uh, I'm like, why are you why are you liking all these girls' uh, pictures on, on uh, Instagram? You're married. I died. <laughs> um, and what else? Uh, I I I ribbed my. My old manager Destiny. Um, pretty much, I got a fake number and put it on her her gear bag. And I wrote the note saying like, you know who this, you don't know who this is, but call me tonight, and I think we'll be a great couple together. And I, I forget what I put down, like blah, blah blah. And she's like, who is this? He wrote this down. And, and I'm, and then like, she wrote, I don't know. Like, is she trying to steal my my bag? She's like, I don't know. And like, I was laughing in the corner. And then she's like, I'm scared. I'm scared. And it's you. And then. And I, yeah, you know, I thought that to her. Or I would just do things to her, like she'd go through a promo, and I would shake my whipped cream like near like you know, my generals, and she would just like start instantly laughing, and then we had to like start rolling soon, and she'd like still laughing about that. And I thought <laughs> that, yeah, I've done that, and man, there's oh man, um, road stories. There's tons of road stories where uh, I did a, I was on the road with Rain of Sky, and and she was just huge, likes to bitch a lot about stuff, and she was bitching where she she was bitching, and the guy from the guy at the counter was like, hi, how you are, sir? And I'm like, and she's like in the background yelling at somebody. I'm like, how do you think I feel when I'm married to that? And he was like, I feel sorry for you, sir. <laughs> and then she's like, runs up. What'd you say? What'd you say? I'm like, oh, nothing, dear. <laughs> I, I, I am a big rib pranker, and I always get Dave all the time. I did it earlier yeah. today. I told him, like, he, yeah, you pissed me the fuck off. Oh, dude, it was great. It made me laugh. If it makes me laugh. So we were coming home from uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. We went to um, see Jane Silent Bob's Secret Stash. And on the way, the on the way home. Oh, yeah. Because he loves changing my radio stations. On the way home, we listened to the Muppets, Disney music, all the way home for two hours. And he tried. You know you know what? I sang along the whole entire time. <laughs> Please don't do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, Quinn gets together on the third with us, his first ever wrestling show, and he's like, don't do that. <laughs> I won't get out and walk. Oh, uh, Gus, I, I always keep on to um, tell the story about 
like I got Dave on to try out interview and all that. And he th- yeah. I was like, Give us a road story. He goes, okay, I got a great one. It's Mike, me, and Gangrel. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, we. I'm, I'm telling him this one now. <laughs> and like he keeps on. Um, he's like, yeah, Gangrel fell asleep. And I'm like, and he goes, yeah, no, he fell asleep. And like every single time, I keep on. I'm telling the story, so he looks at me and he's giving me this look right now that he wants to chop me, and I don't do chops because I'm not a wrestler. No, nah, I was pointing at George. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. My back. <laughs> but I, I fun messing with Dave, and he's my favorite person in the world right now. So that's, that's awesome. That, that's why he's my co-host. I hope. That's why I go on the road with you because the guy you had hosted before wouldn't do any of it. Ooh. Yeah. Trust me, I've had. Side story, I've had us doing this all the way down in MCW in Maryland. I, I've had <laughs> all over the place plug in this thing and everything else. It, it's a fun run and it's a fun ride. But I have you, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was getting ready to do the, um, oh, what the heck was that movie? I don't know who you're the, talking about. The Karate Kid. I know, the, where the girls. At Cobra Kai? Um, no. She's really at the. Good. Howling, the howling moment at the end, oh, yeah. where she's at the table and she's like, "Tonight, I'm gonna show you something," and it turns into a werewolf on TV. <laughs> so, <laughs> so George has listened to us the, when we started hanging out with George. Hey. I needed to find somebody that will buy our drinks, uh, all that stuff. So I played around with him. He's like shaking his head, going, "Yeah, yeah, this happened." Um, so I changed his name because his name is George. So I went, "Hey, whore." Instead, Jorge. instead, I know it's Jorge. Jorge. So I changed to Hey Whore. Yeah, so it. I know I did. It's so funny. And like I'm like, come on, Hey Whore, let's get out of the store now. Come on. And he's shaking his head right now. Like this is true. This is true. <laughs> I walked around Walmart wearing the icy title just to see what people think. I, I have fun. Yeah. And I do crazy things. Everybody's writing things on paper. Hang on. So, on to the Battle Royal. Oh, the Battle Royal. Yeah. So, my time is gone. Bye. Here you go. Hang on. You're the Battle Royal. Hold on. You're going to save by the bell, you said? No. All right. Are you making that? So, 20 people. 20 people. But I'm going to go backwards this time. I'm going to start at 20 and go to 1 because I want a bigger story for number 1. You spell miles wrong. It's a lie. I don't care. Well, it's not like they can read it on the right. podcast. Who cares? Um, so 20 people, 20 names. Picking them out of the hat. Well, not really. I wrote them down. You wrote them so. down? Yeah, someone's got a hat <laughs> somewhere. It would be right. kind of cool if you did write them in a hat. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. We should do that next time. Well, All right. So number 20. 20. Christian Ross. Tell me something. What do you think about him? Uh, one word. Oh. Anything. What do you think of Christian Ross? Uh, you, you want all one word? It doesn't matter. Um, one just word, just stories, stories, whatever stories you want to send, tell. Whatever you want to tell me about Christian Ross. Whatever Christian Ross. Um, because he's the boss. Un- yeah. Unstoppable right now. He, he's on my list of going far. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 19, Ava Taker. Ava Taker. Uh, up and coming, top female. Big things coming in store for her. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mark Angel. Fuck Mark Angel. <laughs> Marcus Mathers. Yeah, fuck Mark Angel. Oh my god, you guys are so out of time. <laughs> Marcus Mathers. Um, Better than his father. <laughs> Dude, wait, side story. Side story, can I tell the side story? So, we went to the one show, and we started chanting. It was me, Frankie, I don't know if you were standing there with us, and Mark's wrestling, and we're all like, your son's better. 
<laughs> great. And just Frankie Sinner cracking up tears and everything else. And it was great. And Mark just played along with it. It was perfect. So, yeah. Um, uh, Marcus? Marcus, yeah, um, Marcus the limit. Sky's the limit. Yeah. Um, Adina. Um, definitely going to be top girl female talent as well. Um, yeah, I could. I, 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 I actually will go hot, hot, will be a hot commodity. Where everyone's going to want to uh, have her on a show. Yeah. So I, I know that like every, when I saw the next one, I got um, Chando when he did the match with you guys and pants came down and he couldn't get back <laughs> up. That was great. Uh, Chando, what, what Chando? Uh, great, great guy. Uh, Dylan McKay, um, another size the limit. Very crazy. Is crazy athletic and does it like it's just almost like he can do that with like he's breathing. It's just crazy. Yeah, that should be their tag team name, like Skies of Living or and yeah, you got that. Um, and then speaking of that, Austin Luke. He's another one too. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if you know this guy, but I hear a lot about him and everything else, and he's a friend of ours. Um, Grim. Uh, Mr. Grim. Mr. Grim. Mr. Grim. Yeah, he's another uh, big big dude. Strong dude, um, intimidating dude, good look. Uh, he definitely, I feel that he could definitely be. Um, he continues to work hard. He's he's very hard working, and um, he's. I would say definitely workhorse because he's he's done a lot, and he hasn't been in. He's been in uh, maybe six years, something like that. Maybe so I, I, you know, I'm, I may be wrong, but he's, he's really worked his ass off to get where he's at. Oh yeah, it was amazing seeing him on AEW. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, Miles Millennium. He wants to be uh, hottie of the week. Can you make that happen? Yeah, he's, he's, got a, he's, got a, he's got a long list. Uh, Miles, good dude. He's got good hair. <laughs> good hair. Uh, he's got good hair. Uh, he's got to wait in line for hottie of the week, though. There's, you know, I told there's, him a, there's a lot of, yeah. I told him he's changed his name to Miles Rollins. Because oh, he had that, <laughs> that piece right there. He does, he does have that look. Right. Yeah, he does. Killian uh, McMurphy. Oh, very, very talented. Um, I'm going to say rematch because I wrestled Killian years ago, and I feel that if he had a rematch now, it would be fantastic. It was good then, but it would be great now. Uh, Hold up before anything. I, I got I met Miles because a guy I um, was bringing stuff into our, um, this warehouse I worked at. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I know a wrestler named Colton. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, Can you give him my number? Because I would like to do an interview with him. And – yeah. And that's how we got to know him. And I got to know him by that name instead of Did Miles. Did we do that one show with him? It was him and Chuck Taylor, not that Chuck Taylor, the other Chuck Taylor? No, it was Tim Taylor. Tim Taylor, right. Yeah. Now works for Ring of Honor. Why are you saying Chuck? Because it's Chuck Taylor. Oh, yeah. Okay, keep on right. going. I just uh, want to put my side note in. <laughs> Hank Flanagan. Uh, he's a good dude. Um, just needs to stop thinking he's kicked to St. Roberts <laughs> with his DDT. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and just tell me what Flank, Hank Flanagan is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite guys, such a great friend to me, Chuck Payne. Tall. Oh, <laughs> nice. Sweetheart. <laughs> Dude, he, he's like, a, like when we first came back and went to shake his hand, he's like, put that shit away and give me a fucking uh-huh. hug. All right, yeah. bro. <laughs> he said that's, the same thing Chuck. to me. Right. That's Chuck, yeah. I'm like, the, the thing with Chuck is he's such an awesome teddy bear and everything else outside yeah. the ring but when you get in there and you work with him he's a workhorse he's a, a force yeah. you dealt with the the man can go far for his age for he, I, as young as he is i talked yeah. to chuck 
you weren't there. I went to that show, LEW show. That I helped the one out. I was working at? The, no, you the weren't. One I was working Bates that night. Yeah, you were working Bates. Yeah. I was helping out. Right. Um, they asked me to help out with uh, Marlon Denkin on the commentating mm-hmm. thing. And it was kind of cool. It was fun. Um, I, it was nice seeing him the other night. But I, t- I talked to um, Chuck for like two hours outside throwing a football around. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chuck's cool. Um, another guy that's a good friend who's going to go far, the current... Truman McIntyre? Oh, no, I mean, no, no. Oh. The newly crowned ECWA North American champion, Eric Martin. Oh, Eric Martin. Oh, he's that very talented. He remind, when he, very when he had the long hair, he reminded me of Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know we were talking about him earlier, but Mr. Ooh La La. Uh, legend. Yeah, oh, we're, yeah. Both, we're both from Kife, France. Kife, I love yeah. that. But do you actually weigh eight six seven five three zero nine? No, but <laughs> I can get there. Wasn't that a prank on the previous? Interview? Yeah, that was a yeah. prank for the previous one. We'll tell you that story later. All right. No, um, um, Mr. Ola is three minutes away from my house. And literally. That's the funny. Literally nice. three minutes. And um, if I can, I'll show you the um, the video um, did for us. It's kind of cool. Um, Frankie Picard. Uh, another up and coming. Uh, and he's the king of smoke. Yeah. Um, preacher. Preacher. Uh, knowledge, knowledgeable, knowledgeable and respectable and um, very smart in this business. Very, very smart. He told us last week the only reason why he did the podcast, he likes us. Yeah. So I was like, oh my yeah, gosh, that's awesome. That's, that seems to be that's why everybody's coming on is because we're yeah. knowledgeable. We know what we're talking about. Wait, we, you we like us? each other. You really, really like us? All right, Sally. <laughs> um, your boy Xavier Cross. Oh, underrated. I like um, him. Like the first time I saw, like I'm, I'm, I'm getting into this um, independent world, and like first time seeing him was at um, H2O show and came oh, out the first one. And Madonna's came on. Yeah. I'm like, I was singing along. He's like, yeah. he pound me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got pound because I'm singing along to Madonna. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he had that before Grado too. He did. He did. Oh, that's awesome. I know I like putting my family in this and everything else, but Mike Keener. Better than Dave. Oh, man. Oh. Great. Uh, one of the best, one of the best ranks and, and crazy knowledgeable. And, and he um he said something to me one show that I'm like, the Sandman. And I went, oh, my God, I am. Well, the beer is my whipped cream. The kendo stick is my shake weight. And he, you know, I have my tailway pants. Sandman had those big, uh, you know, American pants. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah so we, I'm like the Sandman. We did an um, Icons a, convention. Sandman was there. And I'm walking around, yeah. and he stops me. And he goes, I know you. Yeah. You do. He's like, well, where the fuck do I know you from? Like, we worked PWF up in Pottstown about 10 years ago. He's like, Keener's little brother? I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude. Like, All right. Yeah. Um, so my last one, I want something a little bit longer for this one. Um, Matt Tremont. Oh, like Deathmatch Legend, a legend, um, highly respectable, lots and lots of knowledge, and um, all around great person. And he he um he did a lot of this business, but I I still say to this day uh, that he he could have got he should have gotten uh even bigger opportunities than he had. Like uh you know his match, he wanted his match with um with Cody. I feel like he he should have had yeah. that opportunity. Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. He should have had by, that opportunity. I got yeah. banned by. Cody. Um, actually, I'm friends with somebody who actually wants a match with me before he retires. Um, Black G's. Yeah, everyone. Right, well, Black yeah. G's wants one more go before Matt's done. Yeah. And I think that'd be a great match between G's and Matt. Yeah. Yeah, Cody Rhodes blocked me. 
he's really uh he's wrestling um a bunch of his students i, I believe he's wrestling right. austin luke tomorrow and uh i don't know who he i think he just announced i uh, believe it or not either today read, the, the show uh, him and reed mm-hmm. so i know and then um he just did super eight yes. uh so yeah he recently yeah. just did that yeah you know, I always, I even said to him, I was like, dude, like, you're not going to stay retired. Who knows if he is or not. I'm like, you know, one really retires from pro wrestling. Even yeah. General Michael, of all people, did another match. <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, he had one, but it was, we're not yeah, going to that's yeah, Shawn Michaels match. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to go there, but you never, you know. And I mean, even, um, even Undertaker said that match. And yeah. like, he came right out yeah. on TV. He's like, that match was fucking horrible. And those were his exact yeah. words. <laughs> yeah. So, um. We'll see. Okay. Um, I am D.B. Richards. I'm Dave Keener. Got my sweet tea. Oh, you did get your sweet yeah, tea, sweet referee. Tea. Yes, oh, you yeah. are. You're my favorite. Right. Um, and and sweet this. Tea. Oh, look at that. We got. And me. we've been talking to Stan Styles right here on the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. Thank you for coming on. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you, you in, in the ring. ring.